you, 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 you kind of just have to justify it. Yo, you're using your webcam mic right now? Me? No. Am I, is it coming off like that? Yeah, it sounds like your webcam mic. Oh, so my mic was far away. Is that better? That's way better. Sorry, guys. Way better. See, it's better I caught it Sorry. now rather than two minutes later. <laughs> Ten yeah, minutes into the podcast. Hey, better. Robbie, can you uh, fix your shit? Randy's um, mic was off last podcast. Yeah, I asked you guys if it was okay or not, but... Was it? No, it was coming okay across in the headphones, but the recording was... The quality was poor. Yeah. Hmm. Ranjit? Or just Ranjit? No, I don't know. I thought it... I... Why don't we call him Ranjit? Why don't we call him Ranjit? Because you guys are whack as fuck. We're colonialized. We're colonial, friggin' diasporic kids who are old as hell now. People call you Shinda. Shinda? No, do they? I say Shinde. You say Shinde, yeah. I was hearing you say that. I don't know what is right or wrong. I just respond. Are you Hanji's... recording? What are you doing? Hanji, sir. Um, yeah, it's recording. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. I wonder what it's going to be like one day when Chenda's no longer our producer. And we we hire people. That gonna happen when there's when there's no podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like we replaced well, you with someone, and they did a much better job. We just need the AI to kick in. AI podcast, we're good. AI, right. holy smokes, AI is blowing my mind right now with everything it does. Why is this? This wire so stiff? It keeps turning my friggin'. Feeling you okay? I'm centered. I'm centered now. I'm centered. That's all I was trying to do. Two doors, that one door that has a plant growing in front of it. Uh, <laughs> is that marijuana? That looks like a marijuana plant. It's a marijuana plant. It's my uh, legitimacy into the sick punt these days. I'm trying to get the Nahang pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why you're so happy. Am I happy? I think I'm just happy I when more I see happy these days. I see your mug. Oh, makes there, me smile. There you go. That makes Way to hey! make this weird. <laughs> Real question: How's the how's the marathon going for the two people here, competing, me and you? I, I've psychologically psyched myself into a plan, which is what have I to What's start the... running? But have I done it yet? Not really. <laughs> so I've planned out the rest of the, the weeks. So starts soon. So we literally have four okay. weeks. Should be okay. It should be okay. Four weekends left. As long as I can run a 5k with ease, I'll just muster out the other five by walking. I don't mean with ease, with ease, eh? I can run it with five. I can run 5k with ease. Like maybe a few years ago. <laughs> so and you know what? And, and, and a few pounds ago as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I'll 100% say I'm kind of, I had the same sort of plan, although I didn't plan on doing it with ease. I figured if I can muster 5k at a decent, consistent pace, then the other five I can walk. Yeah, it's gonna be brutal. That's not gonna be a, yeah. a walk. In and the it's park, not. It's not so much a walk so much as I can. I'll strive to keep up with like the one person ahead of me, and I'll make sure there's like that seventy year old who's always behind me. Like I won't let that seventy year old beat me. You know what I mean? No, I tried that one five k. I got 
doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. There's going to be seventy year olds just out running. You, know, those, you can't trust those bobby man. They're just that consistent pace. Don't stop. Yeah, I'm fucking screwed, man. See, psychologically, I get into that, and then when that bubba has is in, a, in a, his good pace and is hitting his mark, uh, you realize you're not as fast, anyways. And you've been trying to you burn all your energy trying to keep up on the first one or two k's, and the last three four k's you're done in a five k. So now it's just run at your own pace, man. Just go slowly. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. I did this boomer thing, which it's not really a boomer thing. It's a midlife crisis thing where I bought a longboard. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yes, I've seen this on Twitter. <laughs> What's up with that, bro? Huh? Uh, is, is that still cool? Longboards? I thought that was. No, it's probably, it's probably old. I don't think anyone okay. cool does longboards. Long, there's nothing cool about longboards. Longboards are you, the trickless. Is, is this something you've done in the past? I've snowboarded. So I figured the transition in longboarding shouldn't be crazy, crazy. You can't do that around your neighborhood because people are going <laughs> to keep their kids away from you. This That's creepy fine. guy in his longboard. And you know Shimon's going to be filming himself. So there's a camera involved for sure. Yeah, like You could take that away to cottage country or something where it's like, yeah, I'm from the city. I'm doing something quirky that I do but when I'm out here. What's the point of longboard? I, I, like, I'm it's just sorry, a commuting I'm, I'm board. Not... It's like it's just like a commuting board. Yeah, but like, where are you going to commute to? You work from home, don't you? Yeah, but it gives me something to do uh, to go outside. It's fun. Go, go train for your 10K and go run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might just take the board with me for the 10K. Like, you think I could do that? Like, just board yeah, the 10K? Yeah, no, I, I don't think you can take the board. It's like you bring your roller, roller, rollerblades. Yeah, what's I up? I think they'll stop you. <laughs> they should allow rollerbladers and, like, skateboarders to participate. Oh, shit. Why not bikes then at the same time? No, Blue no. Chairs. Bikes That's bikes cool. get their own thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a fun time to be alive. I'm, yeah, I'm... Part of me thinks I'm going through some like midlife crisis thing with this shit. Uh, no, you think so? No, I don't think so. I was watching like snowboard videos after I got back home and I was like, man, I still want to go snowboarding. But I'm like, there's no 100% gone. What can I do to like keep working <laughs> at things? And then like, I saw, have I you guys got... crazy today. some guy like some snoboarder was trapped in the snow upside down, like buried. oh, and the skier who rescued him. I saw that video. Yeah, how, how did that happen? But you, that has to be a snowboarding thing. Like skiers wouldn't get stuck like that. So trees, like generally when you're boarding, a lot of people do uh, wooded trails, like forest trails and wells around the trees. You you can't really, they're hard to judge just how deep the snow is there. Yeah. Because the way, you know, wells are made is it falls, it kind of fills up. Sometimes it's soft, sometimes it's not. And pe- the, they always say avoid wells at all costs. Um, so I don't even go near forested areas because I'm not near as good a, to do that. I, my brother-in-law freaking fell in one. And he was just like, bro, I got so lucky that I was able to like boot myself out. But with skis, I think because you're forward facing, you just don't fall in that kind of funga. But with a and board, if you yeah, fall the, sideways. You unclip it like the slightest distress. So you could like kick your way out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So your skis are, but with a board, you actually have to use your physically pull your thing off. Yeah. And so if you got like a bunch of snow in between you, you can't get that off. So if you can't get your bindings off, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> And then once yeah. you get your bindings off, kind of like readjust and position. I've heard stories of how people did it. I've never been in that position myself, but I've also kind of accepted that. You know what? I'm not trying to be crazy. I'm just going to stick to the greens and some blues. And if it seems like it might break my neck going down that run, let's just not go down that run. There's I always an easy way. In, uh, Seymour? Seymour? That mountain up by Vancouver? But I haven't done uh, Whistler yet. I mean, blacks are relative, right? Like some blacks aren't, not all blacks are made the same. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I avoid blocks. I generally just, I look at that steep hill and I'm like, this is going to kill my legs. I'm just not going to do it. I just enjoy going left and right, left and right, all the way down the hill. I don't need to, I'm not trying to make a friggin' At this age now, when I'm falling down a hill, I, I like, slow down and I wonder what I was thinking when I was in my 20s and doing this. You know what's fucked is I'd bombed down hills in my 20s and I didn't know how to ski properly. I just knew how to bomb down and not break, right? So I just, and it felt stupid. Like I, there's bombing and knowing what you're doing and being in control and bombing and not having control. I had, I was bombing down the hill with no control, uh, just letting God take over. I mean, to that point of thinking what you were doing were young, I do that with driving a lot. You ever notice when someone's like just ripping it on the highway, you're like, what's that idiot doing? I'm that old man. I'm like, that was me about 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I took someone like, to peel it down the highway or peel it down the country. I'm like, man, that was me. And I'm being stupid. So, um, yeah, I mean, those thoughts do come across. When you look I had, at certain that, things, like, I had oh. that moment when there was that guy who got arrested last week for going 200 mm. on, uh, in, uh, on 4-1. And I was like, bro, that could have been me. So, or I, cause I remember when we were ki- younger, we do yeah. 160, 170 pretty regularly until that 145 lock came in. And now it's kind of like, what were you thinking going 160, 170 in a Dodge Caravan? I, the fastest I've done is on a country road was 186. Something stupid in the rain. I'm not even thinking, not even like proper rated tires. I'm like, now I look back, I'm like, what was I doing? I but was an young idiot. And, young and stupid, yeah. right? So You know what my new fear is, though? My new fear isn't that it's when I look back, I'm like, what an idiot. I'm like, oh, fuck, my kids are going to be just as dumb, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> They're I inheriting me. I rip it with my kid a little bit here and there, and then I think, fuck, he might okay, do I that. that. I don't do that now. <laughs> I like, think I rip it once. Room, but it... I go, room, room? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Well, the problem is they call my car, the kids call my car the fast car, and then the, the, the other car is the family car, and they're like, can you just go? Can you go fast? I'm like, yeah, don't tell your mother. <laughs> yeah, it's not really going, yeah, exactly. it's not going fast. It's just going fast to 80. 60. Yeah, 80, yeah. 60. You know, it's just yeah. the work, right? <laughs> and they like that. My but, kid totally uh, would tell, my, tell his wife, mom. My wife. He's like, Papa did this. I remember I getting snitched on for running a red light. Oh. He's like, he's like Papa. He's like, Mama, red means stop, right? Yes, but the, yeah, Papa doesn't stop on the red light. <laughs> what a snake. And she looks at me. I'm like, yeah, it was a dumb call, but it was safe. You got you to gotta teach him, man. Snitches get stitches. Yo, uh, no, 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 no. He'd snitch on that, my, too. Uh, I, I'm kind of proud of my kid. I was, was kind of pissed. He pulled a power move on me. Mm. I tried to get him to, you know, get ready in the morning to go to school. And I was like, yo, take a piss. So he stands and take a piss now. And he's like, hold it for me. I'm like, no, I'm not holding, you know, you know, his what? I was like, you can hold it yourself and pee. Like, You're a big boy. He's like, no, hold it. He started throwing a tantrum. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not holding it. So he pees on the floor. I, I started yelling out. He looks at me dead in the eye and starts peeing on the wall. <laughs> He's like, hold it, hold that's it. Big, that's hold enough. It. You, that's enough. You moment. That's enough. You moment. <laughs> Your kid is yeah, ready for and jail. And pointed towards the fucking toilet, and then I fucking lost my shit. But that was a power move. Your kid is ready for jail. Your kid is ready to make someone his. That's a, that's, a, that's a power move. Yeah, that yeah. is definitely a power move. I really hope my kids never listen to this podcast. <laughs> he, made, he made you. He made you drop the pervyville soap. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. He pulled out the pocket. He pulled out the pocket. Made Randy hold the pocket. <laughs> that was wild, man. Your freaking kid wins the day with that one. Yeah. You know, 
on the topic of kids, proud dad moment. Kid learned to ride a friggin' two wheeler seamlessly from a balance bike. I I was really That's... reluctant about these balance bike things. They hundred percent work. So basically, it's a balance, a, bike? balance bike's a bike, no pedals, two wheels. Your kid basically shuffles, pulls their leg up, and the bike kind of, and they just ba- practice balancing, like gliding on this bike. Uh, and my wife kind of saw it on TikTok or something back in the day, or Instagram or something. So there's there's no pedals, you're saying? There's no pedals. It's basically two wheels. Uh, your kids basically sits on them, learns to skate kind of while sitting on it, and then gliding. Uh, mm. And then first year we had it, he didn't seem like he understood what he was doing. He just sit on it and kind of walk with it. Well, and I'm like, no, no, you got to go fast and put your feet up. And he just didn't pick up on that. Second season he had it. He figured it out, got it. Earlier this season, he was like trying to take it down hills. And I'm like, all right, I think we're ready to try uh, adding some pedals here. Literally put him on a two-wheeler. He was uncomfortable jumping on it until we got to like the park. Because he's like, what if I fall and get run over? <laughs> Which I'm like, well, I'd like to think that you know your safety now that you're afraid of these things. Um, we literally, I carried it to the park. That was hell. Carried it, put it down. He sat on it. He's like, okay, so what do I do? I'm like, just pretend like it's your other bike. But when you start moving, start pedaling. And probably in like within 10 minutes, started doing it. I'm like, holy shit, this works. And now we're just practicing it. But mm. then I was feeling a bit underwhelmed because I see, you know, you see all like the Hollywood dad behind the kid holding the thing pedal 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 and they just like quietly let go let's get one of this video this guy yeah. was just like this kid is like i'm done peace i got this don't need you um so yeah that happened yeah, kids are in opposite directions yours is learning things and mine is <laughs> <laughs> i mean yours is <laughs> you're learning street yours in the way the streets bro way the yeah. streets. <laughs> your kids like, your kids right here <laughs> my kids calling your kid for backup is basically what I'm. No, man. Shinda's kids, kids learning how to ride the bike. Ranjit's kids learning how to steal the bike. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, give me your bike. <laughs> Hold the bike. Yeah. Oh, man. Life is uh, interesting. And then yeah. here I am freaking buying a longboard that I have yet to actually jump so, on. I mean, back to, back to that. Is that your. Do you guys have a midlife crisis or something you want materialistic be materialistic something you want to buy in the next few years that would constitute as a midlife crisis not yet i'm too broke to no get. You don't. i don't have enough really? money for a real midlife crisis man i bought a gaming pc i feel like that has to that it ends there that's a lot of money it's not cheap yeah it's like three grand but i'm not gonna break the mold keep it simple yeah i would have thought a yeah. motorcycle would have been mine but i don't see myself touching a motorcycle anytime yeah. soon a lot, of, yeah. a lot of people, yeah. I won't be running a motorcycle. I want a sports car, other than the fact that I hate getting into sports cars. That's probably mm. mine. That's, I mean, that isn't that kind of, that's kind of cliche, I guess you would say, right? Sports cars, every guy is kind of. I think I would, I'd rather get like an F one hundred and fifty. But is that? But is that really a midlife crisis, or is that just the time you have the ability to attain such an item, right? Like, and then most 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 guys are at that point financially fit to kind of. I could so, buy yeah, the shit, things I want. I want. Sports. Yeah, like I want to buy the things that I want. I mean, it's not common for like 20-year-olds to be you know, buying Porsche convertibles and whatnot. I mean, unless, that's the way I look at it. Unless they're optometrists. Yeah. What? Unless they're optometrists. Yeah. <laughs> or dentists. I feel like dentists have that flex too. Um, lawyers. Lawyers have that flex for sure. 
Does right. it annoy you guys when you see realtors driving bomb ass cars? No. I don't know why when I see a realtor bo- driving a bomb ass car, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, but I mean, I, look, they they had like that's like a stockbroker driving a bomb ass car. They just had great few years. Year, and, yeah. so, and some of them buy it for their perception, right? You, they're buying a good looking car because they think that gives their clients a perception of success. I mean, if some because, people do fall for it, right? So I mean. I think I'm just a glorified hater because I'm like, fuck, I know how to do these things that you could never do, but you're way more successful than me monetarily. You know what it is? I think you 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 think that most people have your train of thought. You know, if, if you don't value, for example, like you guys said, no big deal. Sports car is not a big deal because there's other things in your life that um, require focus in terms of finances that are more important to you that a car might be the last thing so when you see that you think well that person's obviously taking care of the things i'm already trying to take care of right now that i'm trying to get through how the hell did they get to that point so quickly but in actual well, fact about? It, actual fact they haven't taken care of those things this is just all pecund, right it's, it's it's the facade of success so uh, psychologically yeah i think it happens to everybody you see that young Whoever it is with the new car, you're like, shit, how the hell did he get it, right? What's going on? How much is he making? <laughs> what, I, what, am I do, what am I doing wrong, right? So, but uh, the actual factor behind the scenes, the older I get, there's always a story. That's all it is. The dudes yeah. I hate on the most, though, the dudes that, like, no matter how hard I try to, like, get over it mentally, are the dudes I feel like got the silver spoon. Mm. The silver spoon yeah, really hurts yeah. me. The dudes who get the yeah. silver spoon but continue to put work in, nothing but love for those guys. Those guys are continuing the hustle. You know, I can appreciate them putting time in and having inherited, but dudes who inherited and are complete dumbasses. That used to, I don't know why you, that hurts it used me. To, it, it used to bother me, but our kids might be one of those kids, so I don't think like that. You never know, right? But no, I'll it, hit it on my kid for that too. Yeah, that's you know, it used it used to bother me quite a bit. That was something that I'm like, oh shit, you know, I got to work ten times harder than everybody else. All that kind of sentiment, but. I mean, just you the could world, just give them anything until they like put in showing some effort. No, crust you can't activate till you're 40 years old, so you actually got to work to. Yeah, like a trust, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my my <laughs> thing with my kids is that I hope I set them enough um, or set a foundation that the little money things that we're talking about now, when you first start out, you're worried about or worried about spending your money. You're trying to build that base, and that they don't need to go through that. And that we've kind of taken that step and got them there now yeah the not doing anything i don't agree with that either right? if they don't do anything they're gonna lose it right but they're also there's, this there's, weird... no, there, there, there's no win-win in that right let's say you you, you got daddy's money but you don't do anything that's that's finite it's it's not gonna it's, last your kids generation first, yeah them buying their first property will be much easier than than others yes. right? yeah you know like getting that head start um that's the big difference to refinance but our kids' generation is also going to be right. fucked because they're the ones competing against AI and like trying to learn how to coexist with AI. Maybe they don't have to. Maybe they're just real estate kings and they. AI <laughs> is going to become the new realtor. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's, say, let's say just have a bunch of properties and they're just managing them. I mean, who knows what the future is going to look like, right? Basically, that's what Punjab became, right? Like the, <laughs> the wealthy kids in Punjab yeah. really are legit just collecting rent and checking in on things. They're land, don't, yeah. land managers. I have- I always, I always say that to my dad. I'm like, you know, their generation is the first one that 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 wealth or the empire really didn't step up or grow. So, I mean, some families obviously did. I'm not talking about mm, everyone, everybody, but there's a lot of families that just it stagnated and it didn't really go in. And Inflation as you get more and more brothers, that, well, the, the 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 division happens in land, right? So, 
uh, whereas in their grandfathers or grandfathers before them accumulated, kept it growing. So it's an interesting time that this is like the first last 20 years is now you got a generation of people that aren't buying land are selling it more. Mm. So it's going to be an interesting kind of, um, uh, I, I think it's going to be, you know, uh, highlighting your fact before about the kids don't do anything. There's going to be a lot more of those and there's not going to be something else to rely on. You know, if, if, those kids don't produce a base for their kids, then you're going to have a, a good generation of people now that are two steps behind, just like we feel half the time, right? So it's it's going to be an interesting future, I think, especially with Punjab and everybody selling. So that's a whole nother. Well, talking about topic, Punjab, right? I guess, what is going yeah. on in Punjab? Reggie, have any updates for us? I mean, I'm sure we all talked about it. I'm repulsing surface twice. Oh, yeah, that happened uh, since our last podcast. Three times. Came back like The yeah. Undertaker, yeah. So two videos and a voice message. Um, and there's a lot of like political, I guess, chess being played. Um, uh, in the first video, he's just like, hey, look, hey, guys, here I am. I uh, I got out. I thought, you know, the, the Punjab police was trying to stop us from going to the Malwell area. And that's why they shut down the internet and whatnot. So we booked it in one direction. Only later to find out, like, it wasn't just to stop us from going there. They're trying to arrest me. Um, he's like, I'm fine. I'm chilling, you know. Uh, and he put the ball in the Jatadar of the Kaltak's court saying, call a Sarbat Khalsa. I guess we can go that into a second, but call Sarbat Khalsa together. Is that the proper verb? Yeah. And um, And then, you know, uh, well, what Shinda remind me again? I, I'm kind of I'm slipping on my my memory. What exactly did he request that the Akaltak Jazada do when he calls her Bath Khalsa? So I think it was for the freedom of the, uh, the innocently imprisoned. Yeah, isn't, I isn't, can't uh, something, like yeah. something he's already doing. Anyway, it's kind of like look, make sure you don't back down on the whole freeing people stance you took. Yeah. Make sure you really push that because don't let that statement just kind of go half-assed or half-hearted by the government um really like press that one the nsa thing press that thing you know bring them all together to really you know unify everyone and kind of get them on a page now you see what's going on in punjab and the jatha thought has been pretty vocal because i was watching this other interview that he did again and he said some great things he's like listen why is it that you know, Ram Rahim, he's in jail, but they didn't call, he's not an NSA charge. The six guys who were bombing on his name weren't ever charged or even caught. You know, India wasn't locked down to search for these guys. They actually killed people. But, you know, Amrath Paul Singh wasn't even murdered anyone who you are saying is treasonous without fully, like, revealing what his charges even are. You shut down Punjab and shut down the internet to like look for him. They're like, where's the consistency here? Why is it that you know someone who's wanting Hindu Rasta doesn't get charged, instead is put on stages and is politically like rewarded? But when a sick, but I mean, no, but when a sick like, does it, now you're charging them with NSA and throwing them in yeah, for Assam, sure. Right? If it was a Muslim, they would do the same thing. Come on, that's not like that's just a no. So it's kind of like, look, here's here's the points. Why are you coming down one way on him and for saying Khalistan, even though he's not asking for anyone's death or prosecution? I just yeah, I just think of that country. Those are just elemental truths that aren't going to change. 
Elemental truths, but sometimes I think you got to, there's still points you can raise, right? There's still arguments worth making. So, 100%. I just think asking why or, and I, I, you know, their narrative. We 100% know the narrative, but I think every time you just got to bring it up because even what they did with like uh, Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi is resonating with the (laughs) Indian liberals, like, oh, what's democracy? You got to stand up for democracy. Meanwhile, it's the same liberals who will be talking anti Amrit Paul Singh and no facts, no state charges and, you know, just running with that because they're like, we don't like what he did in, uh, where was it? Uh, What was that city? Fuck, memory. Um, and, and like we we don't like that he stood up to the police where the state and that he has law and order by the balls so you know 100% he needs to be prosecuted by the full extent but meanwhile man like there's a lot of there's a lot of hypocrisy in in India and in Indian media and Punjab media and one thing I was, I was sitting around in a Twitter space they said after the Jathadar statement after Badal kind of jumped on pro Amrit Paul side a little bit, like when they realized that they could uh, leverage his position a bit for their own political gain against uh, Bhagwan Man. They said the news media's stark shift from calling him Amrit Paul Singh to Bai Amrit Paul Singh became apparent. Punjabi media started, there were like certain channels that started throwing Bai in front of his name out of respect, right? Uh, so they're mm-hmm. like, hmm. And you know, these are bottled runs news stations or bottled powered New yeah, stations that he's received power yeah. during the bottle, right? Well, so he's, like, he's playing that. He's playing that side against Bhagwan right? So he has to, and oh, I don't even blame yeah, him for playing that game. That's a whole different game of chess being played yeah. in uh, contrast but to I mean, what else is going on. Can, can I ask him maybe a, a ignorant question? Um, Please be my guest, <laughs> as, as, as always. Um, how much in the, in the, in the, the grand scheme of things with s- church and state? I guess that's the question, right? I mean. Does anything that happens at the Akaltak actually have any effect on Punjab politics? Like, gen- I'm just general. I'm, is there is there any kind of actual oh, well, link, or is it just more yeah, kind of votes there's, and there's sentiment? Sure, there's a huge social. So it's, just, it's, it's more social, right? It's not like they actually have any political power per se. No, no, no. As far as like uh, the executive branch, yeah, no. yeah. Like, any, there's no link to anything, right? So, no, no, no. no, no. It's just their ability um, to mobilize Jethib on the end that would. Likely have not gotten involved. And, and, do you, and, and, and do you feel like they have their power today is quite relevant in Punjab? That's what I, I don't know. That's yeah. yeah. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just I asking. Don't know. Like even him, yeah. You know, I have it, no idea. It's, it's always been there's a perceived weight that was always given to them. I mean, they're uh, the well, supreme. Given to the okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, like the, I mean, not to be a religious podcast, but let's just go down <laughs> that road now. Um, you know, Gianni, uh, Harpal or Harpreet Singh, sorry, Harpreet Singh, he's, you know, let's just say caretaker of the Kaltakt. He's not exactly, you know, the chosen leader for the punt right now. That's somebody who's in jail. So, um, but that's also got its like asterisks because people say, well, that wasn't, uh, formal decision by all six that was you know a, f- a faction of six who held their own set of Khalsa, but it wasn't sanctioned by a Kaltak then SGPZ didn't give their blessing on that one yeah so so, so, so let's say Harpreet Singh does have the legitimacy and he's his you know r- remarks last week uh, really emboldened him to everybody 
um, well, endeared him, not emboldened, endeared him to everybody. Um, so there, is, there seems to be like a swell of support behind his, um, you know, what he's doing. This is the same guy who, you know, a few months ago was like, you know, we need to have gun ranges because, you know, having Karpana and swords is great, but the hustle of the future is guns and kids and men should be trained and women should be trained, six be trained how to use them. If you're going to be Shasta, Tari, you know, Rehatavan 6. Like, that was kind of like the things you were saying. And I, I more or less do like him. Um, so, it was a great, you know, stand he's taking. Um, and there, it really remains to be seen now that he's poked a bear and really poked at Pagwant Man um, about how much power uh, the occult actually has. Um, you know, even the his tweets got blocked in India everybody knows what he's saying um this push for sabat khalsa that you know uh, is amrit paul kind of did put harpreet singh in a corner where he either goes for it and then it's an open support for amrit paul singh by the akal takht or he doesn't do what amrit paul singh's asking for and then there's like a line drawn you know he's disavowed in a certain in a certain sense and he's on his own um and then there's whole this whole other pandora's box where Harpreet Singh could say, Harry Paul saying, we'll do what we need to take care of six, but you got to turn yourself in. And then does Amrit Paul follow those orders or not, right? Even he, then it remains to be seen if even he gives that much respect to the orders from Akal Takht or not. So, I don't know. So if I were to guess, I 100% think he would turn himself in at that point. But I also think Amrit Paul Singh is way more calculated, way more cunning than we've given him credit for. Like being able to get out of like evade the police the way he did, right? They had a plan in action that they knew, okay, if shit hits the wall and they try to stop us, this is what we gotta do. Here's our contingency for this case. And I don't know if it was particularly the case of, you know, the internet lockdowns and now we gotta go deep cover, or if it was just the case of you know, we know the police are going to come after us at some point. Here's where we can go for a safe house. We got burner phones on the ready. Um, you know, this is what we need to do to stay off the radar. And maybe even at that time getting away, a lot of people are like, well, how do you do it? And I've kind of held that he 100% probably has, you know, people on the inside, police who like him, who favor him, who agree with him, who are kind enough to give him some sort of intel, like, listen, this is what's up. Here's what's the radio chatter is coming. So I was I was speaking to um, let's just call them people in the know, mm-hmm. and uh, they are of the opinion or they, they, that, that the police that the police, Punjab police generally hates like Bhagwant Man, which is why you know Amit Paul Singh got away. One of the reasons was they want to make him look stupid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why he's one step ahead is because Amrit Paul Singh hasn't really done anything terroristy, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, so yeah, they had to arrest him. As in... They let him go, like, it's, it's not really, really you know, harmful. Um, and it embarrasses Bhagwantman so much, and that's why he was able to slip out of that gera that uh, they had put up. Um, and just to so relate this to what's happening like here, politics, I mean, to relate that to here, when we had the protest in Ottawa, you know, the RCMP was very reluctant to act, and even the Ottawa Ottawa police, police. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. and everyone's like yeah they don't really like the mayor and they don't like the police chief, the chief um yeah. so it was their way of kind of getting back at him 
by being like yeah, a we're, yeah like we're, we're we're doing our job by the book but you know is we he, have, don't is have orders there, is umber paul a criminal i don't know what the charges are now. well well look i mean no, we talked about it last week didn't he that he, he let a group on cops i mean yeah there's a charge there that is not announce the charge like this is what you're wanted for I don't think I've never no, they, read they, or they, seen anything. There is, there is a, there is an announcement of what he's charged under. All I these, a lot of that. these guys. Over, I saw. I can't remember exactly what it was. Did they show that piece of paper from the court showing what NSA charges he's charged under? All I saw was here's a the map up and job that he wanted to make. Here's the flags that he wanted to reenact on the state. Um, yeah, I, I mean, someone here's the images we found on his phone. In the tweets or in the comments, but I'm pretty sure uh, it was disclosed openly what he's charging or whether he should or shouldn't be is a whole other you know issue. Or I, I'm hundred percent ignorant. But... I just haven't read it. That's my thing, I guess. But uh, yeah, so he's, so he's technically he's evading he's caught. Run. He's on the run. I, there's probably yeah, I don't yeah. know if they, there's a warrant for him. He's a, he's, he has five five stars in GTA right now. Yeah, yeah, that Barcelona yeah, article got it. It, start, it started off by punting the cop, but it's turned into something yeah. else. Yeah. So. If you if you look at him, he looks like he he's he was always like a, a lean guy, but he looks like he's lost some weight or he's a little malnourished. But he said uh, that he said that in his he is, he is, he's he, on the run. So yeah, it's funny though because yeah, you know it's funny. I mean, and he looks it. He looks yeah, it. Yeah. Well, what's funny though is when his first video came out, I had a sense of pride and happiness. Like yeah, he's here. We're still going. And then obviously you do your mental checks. Is it uh, deep fake? Is it more AI stuff? You know, I watched it. I didn't see it. But then you had, like, we were always analyzing all the stuff that came out before, like, with the Photoshop images of him and the CCTV pixelated, walking around in Delhi and Nepal and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's fake. This stuff didn't strike me as fake. But then you had the counter side saying, yeah, this is a deep fake. We did an analysis. Here's our picture. And I'm looking at those pictures. I'm like, these guys literally just opened up a histogram image, like, thing over it, over his thing and try to, like, make it seem technical, like how when I open up terminal and type LS and show people directories going over, I'm like, you're welcome to the matrix. I feel like that's what people are now doing with trying to uncover these Photoshop things. Like what's the most convoluted way of image comparisons that we can kind of open up and show mm-hmm. to convince people that maybe this is fake. And then obviously people were also like, is he, you know, under duress, he keeps looking away from the camera. He's not making direct eye contact with the camera. And so you had this whole conversation, and obviously I kind of went through that checklist myself. I was just like, man, what? looking at a camera is stressful. It's not easy. I can barely do it if I'm not talking well, to you, Greg, guys. You know, um, a lot of people had that question, so it prompted him to put out a, I think it was another voice message and then a video. No, so that's the way it got funny, because he has to put a voice note saying, you idiots, you know, it's not a deep fake. I'm not, you know, held captive. And then people thought that voice note was a deep fake. So I had to do a third video, a third thing saying, you dumbasses. And I'm like, part of me, there's something so sunny in Philadelphia about that whole thing. That whole exchange is like very comedic to me where he's hey, coming Lord. out. He's, and then it's like overanalyzed, put something else out. Yeah, that doesn't sound like his voice. We know his voice. It's not, that's not it. Then he has to do a third video. And I'm just like, man, you guys are going to get this guy killed having to do videos proving that he's not a fake. <laughs> I don't know. There was something very comedic about that. Even now, when I think about it, it makes me laugh. But I, think I, uh, um, I, I, I didn't. Use... Sorry, go, go on. No, go go on. I mean, he didn't really explain, uh, or maybe he didn't, and I missed it. 
He didn't really explain why he's refusing to turn himself in. I think he kind of left it as all will be revealed in time. 100%. I agree with that. And that's kind of where I'm kind of like, I'm okay with him having a plan. I want to see where his plan takes us. Which is funny because everyone in the diaspora is holding a Twitter space trying to say this is what the plan should be. You know, while sitting comfortably in their freaking bed, their million dollar houses on a cell phone. But, hold on, but what's, what's, what's the plan? We don't know. To be seen. Know, what, 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 what do people here think think should be the plan? I think uh, <laughs> legit. Hold on, hold on. Mon and <laughs> install one, of, all his, uh, yeah. one of the plans I heard on our Twitter space was the Sekakom needs to invest in nuclear weapons. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, so y'all, and I was just like, yo, and, and I, I still stick to my guns. No one there gives a shit about this. Yeah, the majority of the population I've, doesn't care. I mean, I've I haven't gotten reached out again, and that's what I fed back, and I'm hearing things. Forever. They don't care. Life is back to normal. This definitely has Take more... What did you say? 30 million today? How many people? 30 million, yeah. 30 million? So you got to get that majority to actually give a shit. No, they don't. Yeah, maybe this will just blow over. I don't know, but there I, is... I just, don't think, I, just, I just don't think the people on the ground there are buying the flames. Right? The flames I mean... are being... They're just, they're just not buying it. They're like, that's an isolated incident... People in, in Canada and UK think a certain way, so that's isolated as well. We live our own lives, right? And be it think, good or bad, whatever whatever anybody wants to think, be it good or bad, that they don't care. I think the actual fact is they just don't care. And, and, and that's the first step you got to accept rather than thinking that So our, our, our Western narrative is what they automatically go to. They don't think like that. So I think there's some truth to that, but I think where I think you're wrong is it's not so much that they don't care. As they got other pressing priorities or more pri important things. It's not that, you know, they don't care what's going on. It's, yeah, that's happening. But, you know, there's mortgages to I be mean, paid and I loans mean, yeah, and work mean, and business to be done. Well, they don't care enough to upend the world. Look, we have injustices in this country, in the U.S. We're not upending our, our lives for the sake of human rights. I mean, Who the yeah. hell are we to please? Hey, come on. Like, let's let's be real. If our comb is what we call it, then we should be on the front line of every... Thing that goes on in this country but we're not right so when it comes back to your normal life when it comes back to your responsibilities and the way you want to live your life a lot of people once again right or wrong don't care i'm just saying the majority of the population the way they think they just don't care right See, so this is where i think i take issue with that is it's not that we don't care like look in america you had another school shooting people were oh, yeah, annoyed yeah the nashville, nashville one yeah nashville. yeah um, yeah, and I don't know, again, I don't really have much to add to what happened there, but everyone felt a certain way about it. Everyone feels like, okay, you know what, this is wrong or this is right, but is it enough for them to take action or make changes? You know, the politics of the land kind of take over and then they're, they just act no, in what's I, I, given to I, them. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not, I'm that's not, kind I'm of not, what I'm happens there too. I'm not, just, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying in every situation, like even in that situation, there'll be a small percentage of the population that will take it upon themselves, go protest, try to make a difference, and that's fine. But a majority of the population, even there in the States, will not do anything because, one, it doesn't affect them. Or they just feel like it's not their issue. And that's just because of the societies we live in. We're so based on just getting by, like you said, mortgages, so on and so forth. It's just, I think it's 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 different, right? They, and, and another thing is, how many of people in Punjab identify with the identity that we think that they should, like, you know, sick are they sick? So they, do they think like that? Firstly, 
what does that mean? You know, if if the narrative of Khalistan that we, everything keeps getting, we need this. What does that What does that look like? Right? Does that mean a fully fully religious state? Because I'll tell you right now, ninety nine percent of the Muslims don't want to be living in that, and Bangla music would be shut down. And come mm -hmm. on, I'm just saying, like what, like when you say like. This is what they when you talk about nuclear weapons. No, no. Are as like putting up a, a policy framework of what the country calls yeah. look like. And, hey, so I mean, that I mean, people uh, have to a certain degrees try to formulate constitutions so and stuff, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Nothing, nothing that's practical. Nothing because but, as soon as you say we're going to be not trading with anyone and we're going to be totally self reliant. It's like, yeah, okay. Nice, yeah. nice novel that you're writing. No, no, but I think what I'm, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's people to a degree, it's not that they don't care. They just got other pressing priorities. But I think it's on the politicians and the leaders at that point to convince people as to this should become a bigger priority in your life or not. I think the same thing happened in the 80s, right? For a large part of the time, people were indifferent to what was happening in the early 80s. So, but after 84 and when the Barsav got attacked, a lot of people who were indifferent, you know, actually started having a real opinion on what was happening. And I think right now we, I agree with you. A lot of people are pretty indifferent to what's going on. It's not that they don't care, but I think there's going to be a point at some time where shit hits the fan and it, it crosses into that realm of now it's a priority for me. Do you think the people that always are calling for action, always calling for arms would be happy with a stable state still within the confines of the Indian flag, run independently, safe state, practice whatever religion you want, you know, whatever we think is should be normal, would they still be okay with that? I or mean, it, no, it, has, it has to be, it can't be under that flag kind of thing. Like that's, that's, that's where it all so kind of, I think for me, it gets confusing, right? I think what's happening there is that's was what the original thing was, you know, you guys are gonna get mm -hmm. a job, India is gonna grant you, here's a resolution of the things we'll grant you to run the state, by your needs, by your faith. And then quickly it's like, well, you guys haven't honored this. You haven't honored this. You haven't honored this. Mm. You didn't honor it in the seventies. You didn't honor it in the eighties. We, 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 we at that point, it's politicians. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent politicians. But I think yeah, it, yeah. it's just been that gradual. Here's the thing. I'm just you saying those are the same people you cannot rely on to teach the public probably. what to do. They're I mean, con artists, they're crooks. They like, come on. I mean, we're talking about the Baldos. We're talking about like well, now we're now the Baldos are the heroes all of a sudden in this scenario. Come on, like, <laughs> you know, where, where does the it's the Kalis are back? We want to Kali. Yeah, now that now they're the heroes all of a sudden. Like, come on, I mean, it's like there's no there's no um, when you start to say you need the politicians to in, in, educate the public. That's your first problem, right no. there. That, that's your first problem. The public are the ones who vote that politician in based on what they think. If they don't give a shit how dirty their politicians are, they don't care enough to stand up as as a people within their own state or find the state might be against them. I, I just don't think it's that pressing problem that we think it is. That's all I'm getting at. And I think when you approach it at that, that's why it's not, you so, know, like protest everywhere all over Punjab. You know, it's, it's very isolated, right? I think so. part of it is, you know, when you say they don't care or it's not as pressing of an issue, there's a reason why migration out of Punjab is so high. It is an issue. Oh, it's just not one that yeah, they feel like they can control. Hey, man. That, it's economic that, migration, bro. It's economic. But I feel like that all ties in, though, no? Like, why is that, why is the economics there so bad if people just feel like they don't have any opportunity? Or... Economics being bad is, yeah, you know, failure of the government. But no one's leaving. 
Okay, not nobody, but it's not uh, the driving force of migration isn't that they feel like second class citizens. It's just the government for the last 70 years. Actually, no, maybe a little less because the Green Evolution did help. But uh, the government has failed Punjab, uh, which is why, to be honest, well, I think we, we are where we are. Um, if Punjab was a flourishing state with a lot of industry mm-hmm. and we were doing really, really well, I don't think this uh, issue of, of wanting a a sovereign state would come up because people would have cash in their pocket, their kids would have futures um, and they wouldn't have to leave and people would be just in a much happier state. Uh, I'm sure there'd be, you know, some theoretical need for Kalasam, but nobody would actually be like protesting for it. Money has a huge, huge factor to play. Yeah. Um, um, and this was just a recent, you know, this is like a dinner debate at our house uh, quite recently. And I strongly believe that you know ha- since what the 60s or so the the government has let people down it led to you know uh 84 um because the government failed us and it was left to pantic figures to say look you guys aren't doing shit for punjab and for six here we might as well you know take a kick at the can they were never given a seat at the table and now you know we're coming around to that again where again, it's the same, you know, bottle captain, bottle captain. Um, they didn't f- do fuck all. Now you have Pagwan Thaman, who's even worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny. You know, people were looking for a third trade for yeah. so long, and now he comes in, and he's fucking terrible. Um, and now again, you know, Bantik figures might as well take a kick that can, because they couldn't do much worse. Um, and honestly, like... Maybe Punjab just needs a solution like Quebec does, right? Like they have a bit more control of their own borders and what happens in their province compared to other provinces. And maybe that's like a hybrid model that India really needs to consider. If they actually ever want to like put some of this to rest um, and and move forward from this. And even maybe we need to consider that maybe Khalistan might not happen, but having control over... uh, you know, Punjab's future, Punjab's uh, resources, Punjab's economic prosperity, education, health, having more of a say there, having more power there might be the way where there's but it, de facto it, sovereignty. That also doesn't start with migration. But yeah, I mean, exactly. The migration, the migration yeah. numbers are just going to eliminate the country altogether. What everyone's sitting here, so like you said, in the million dollar houses, uh, you know, saying what they're saying. I mean, if that rate of migration keeps up, what's a Punjab be in well, 20 the years? Religious, the religious makeup of Punjab, the demographics has changed like crazy. Yeah. You'll see a lot so more. In 20, like, 20 years, what does it matter? Yeah, sure, Islam, this is new Punjab. Islam, what are we fighting? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're coming up in big numbers in Punjab now. So look, that, that's the real that's the real issue. What's, how do you stop the migration? Yeah, Economics. That's how you stop it, right? So you, they can say whatever, anybody can say whatever they want. At the end of the day, I mean, like, They'll say, you know, it should always be ours, but I mean... If if the GTA real estate boom was happening in Punjab, I'm pretty sure we'd be investing the other way around. Hmm? It's kind of wild, man. We're, you want right? to switch to that? I feel like that was a good... Uh, I, want to, I want to accept your, you know, crossover, your transition here. What's going on with the GTA right now? Okay, just change the topic altogether. No, I mean, I felt like that's the segue that we were looking for no, right there. No. There's a note there. Do we go back to Punjab? That's the, that's the question. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I put that there because I, I heard a Twitter space uh, the other day, and, and this is something, Amrit, it stems from something Amrit Paul Singh said. He had a drive where he said the diaspora needs to come back and visit Punjab or, and create a connection here. 
and uh, a, a Canadian photographer uh, who goes by the alias of uh, Kotaguru, a.k.a. Gurkirit Singh. Uh, nice dude. Uh, I don't know him personally. He's spoken to him a few times. Seems like a, you know, good dude. And um, he he brought this up in Twitter space. There was a lot of pushback on it, but I think it's kind of unfair. The pushback is, you know, what do you need to go to Punjab for? We have, you know, the, the diaspora here pretty, you know, uh, uh, enshrined in their sick beliefs and practice to keep flourishing more abroad than in India, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think I think that point that the underlying basis of the point of going back to Punjab is being missed, and that it's that is the birthplace and the home of Sikh. So if 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 you look at it in the lens of like Sikh is important to me and I want to keep that going for another generation in, my, in you know, my family, my own kid, I think visiting Punjab is 100% uh, important, having that connection, because it's one thing to see something, one thing to read about something in a book, but actually seeing it is different. We're not going to be waking up at 4 a.m. to local Gurdwara playing Asanivar and uh, Kirtan anytime soon, right? That's something you can only live and experience in Punjab. The history you can read about you know, Baba Deep Singh giving Shaheed about Sarhand. But until you actually go visit that and see it, um, that penny drop effect doesn't really happen. Uh, and and the the effect, if you don't know what I mean, it's, it's uh, I'm sure everybody's felt it when the first time they went to the Dabar Saab. That's the feeling I'm trying to talk about. Where it's like, okay, like I read about this, I saw this, I heard about this, but being here is something else. I feel like there's... And so, so in context and of what just drawing that connection, that connection that yeah. it, it is important. It, it's, it's a reason why, like you know, the Jerusalem. The model <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why you know Jerusalem. Israel. Israel has so many programs to bring young Jews to visit Israel once. Why wow, you want to make that connection? That that's home. You gotta say, fine. I might not be the most religious person, but I'm gonna give that some sanctity, some importance in my life, and make sure there's a connection there. I mean, the counter-argument is that a lot of Catholics don't visit the Vatican. And they're, you know, if not more. Yeah, I don't think Catholicism is growing either as a religion. It's actually no, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying from right. the perception of following religion and believing in, you know, I'm just saying the counter-argument counter to that would be, that, I mean, that's, you know, religion can grow, cultures can grow. Um, but, but yeah, but I, I, think, I, no, I, think, I, I do agree with you. There is There yeah. is that connection. You do get... Uh, like a lightning rod when you do go to those places that it's heightened it's it's you know, your connection to maybe who you are or the things you've heard or what you've taught or kind of and, and you know you, you take somebody with you know shitty punjabi who you know, has very anglicized punjabi they spend a month in punjab and they come back and they improve and and, and there's not that, that doesn't help you just in you know in in your in your sikhi it helps uh, form your identity helps strengthen your identity. If you were somebody who you know didn't grow up around a lot of Punjabis, spending that one month in Punjab, it might it might open your eyes mm. to something else that you never really experienced before, and might you know grow that that's, connection. That's not a bad that's thing. A, that's opportunity, right? That the state should just take that and tourism, man, go for it. So like, set up back the to what you're saying. Push. I, yeah, you know? I mean, to what you're saying when I. I Okay, so I'm gonna ignore the Catholic Catholicism one because no, I don't that know was just my, fair, that, right? That was just I my side side thing, yeah. Yeah, but like, okay, so to what Randy's saying, the pen, the 
you know, that moment of, oh my God, this is everything that I dreamt of or better than what I dreamt of. I experienced that when I went to the Barca for the first time in like mm-hmm. 2015 from since I was a little kid. And I was like, you know, you I think, heard about it, you read about it, everything. This is it still happens. amazing, right? Even when, you, even when you go again, it still happens. Yeah, Iceland like, is the first time. It's 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 every time. Like just walking yeah, into immense, the yeah. Parkarma yeah. was like mind shifting, blowing. Like I don't know even know the words to describe it. Was reaffirming to a certain degree that you know mm. you'd want to re- experience that multiple multiple times. But there's this is where I feel like there's some shortcomings. The Parkarma and the Barsa, that stuff's constantly going under renovations. We heard about the Disney Disneyfication of it. So if they're constantly changing these things, if they're constantly taking these old gurdwara that they're uncovering and, you know, whitewashing all of that history, when we do go back, how much of that are we, you know, preserving for that moment to happen? There is something that, there's a lack of preservation there for this. Um, I would 100% want to go back to the Dabarasab every time, but I remember when we went and we wanted to get a, a room at the NRI hostels, whatever, they were like, no, we don't have any rooms available. It's all booked. And then we did that thing where someone said, hey, if they tell you it's all booked, call this number. Um, so we called the number. The guy's like, put it, put the guy on. The guy talked to him and he's like, yeah, yeah, some rooms opened up. And I was so insulted by that. I was like, the fact that I had to like, one, I was lucky that I had this number to call. How many people don't? But that's the only way to get in. How is someone yeah, but like, without that connection? Abroad, you can go stay in a hotel. It's not the end of the world. You know? No, but they're, it's just weird that, like, this is, these are the, and it's not even about hotels, like, it wasn't, like, if we had to pay to stay, we would have. It's just that there's this level of, uh, you know, patronage that you only get if you know your way around. There, It makes things that's, very... That's, that's, that's every religious that's institution. That's, that's no, 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 that's every, no, but what, was it two years ago, what the Indonesian population faced in Mecca? You know, they were they put in a formal complaint that they're treated like second oh, yeah, class yeah, citizens yeah, when yeah, they go yeah. there. Dude, have a, name any any religious site in the world. I'm sure the same type of thing happens everywhere. So fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you, but you're I... essentially you know your connection to your faith is different than how people monetize it, right? So yeah. just no, no, fair enough. Right? But so, in my yeah. mind, I was thinking I'm like, there's things that are being there's these roadblocks already there. So when we're talking about six reconnecting. There needs to be ways that like, and these are such like, uh, easy wins. Like, don't corrupt, be corrupt about this stuff. Be honest about it, you know. Yeah. And then, to the last effect, I know we you said you know maybe this is an easy win for the government, tourism, all that. I know like in the Bulandpuri Sangat, this is an actual thing where, yeah, yeah, you know they bring people back and they arrange for trips to Punjab to that data. To like, and they they take care of it. They say, look, we know there's roadblocks. If you come here on your own, we're gonna remove those and try to give you that authentic Punjabi experience. Um, but sometimes I wonder, I'm like, how much longer is it gonna be that you know Asadivad is still on the speakers before locals complain, like, yo, just turn it off. We, we're trying to get our sleep. You know, like how well, much when, of that when, culture is still? When, when, forget the culture. How much of the religion? If the like we said, if the migration keeps happening. <laughs> You know, how many people are actually going to, does that prayer even re- resonate with them? I mean, it, things are changing rapidly. I mean, I mean, they got Tim Hortons there now. Like, people are trying to go as, they're trying to I mean, catch the, up to the, the West one, in certain degrees you, at the, the cost the of what Punjab was or what we want it to be to some degree, no? 
the the one factor I would say is if this new population that has just the student population, whatever you want to claim, the abundance of people that have just come in the last what five years, if they maintain that link of going back and forth, then yeah, we're fine. Yeah, if there is that, no, that's still home. I'm still going back and forth, taking money back, investing, making sure that you know there's an active interest. But I mean, some of but them if to if, get if, here if selling switch, everything. If, yeah, if their switch is yo, we're out, we're selling, we're out. Yeah. Migration's a bigger problem. Yeah, but, but like, there's, there's, there's many ways that uh, that connection to Punjab can be preserved, even with, you know, our kids' generations or their kids. Uh, and again, I'm going to go back to Israel. They're they're a great example. You know, they have paid trips where you go back and you plant mm. trees, maybe do a tour in the IDF, or, or at least you know, go do. A, Go look, go look at you know your historical religious sites. But, I mean, but you, but you also, have, but you also have a, you, you also mean, have an organized government, huh? But you also have an organized government. Right. You have an organized I, system I, that actually makes it happen. So, you know, Punjabs can't, Punjab, they can't make a road, man. So like, India, you know, we always India, talk about this. India does this too. I've done it. I've gone on this India trip where they take you from state to state. You meet heads of state, and you get to meet heads of industry there. Uh, and they model that off Israel. There's no, and I always thought like Punjab itself needs to do it. Where SGPC, they make a lot of money, <laughs> like a lot of money. They, As do all religions. Yeah. So, could they fund a program where they bring a hundred students a year? You know, staggered over you know a certain number per quarter, where they spend um, three weeks at their bar sob. You know helping out with rotations in Seva there, uh, experiencing and then being driven around to historical sites around Punjab um, to all the talks, you know, uh, where they meet other students from other countries, other six, um, and uh, they build that connection, they build a connection to like the historical sites, and they have, you know, in their 20s, a really good experience uh, to Punjab where they think, okay, look, like when I go back home, um, I'm going to come back again with my family or my friends or my siblings and, and do this again properly because now I've had that experience of being in Punjab independent of my parents. And uh, I loved it. I had a great time. I don't need my parents to show me around. I know how to get around now. Um, and they have their own connection, their own experience with Punjab where they're no longer going back to visit because their parents want to, are nostalgic. They are going back because they have their own nostalgia of a great experience they had in their 20s, right? Um, and that's how I believe you keep this going. And it's I important, mean, man. 3HO kind of try to do that for their guys, mind all the corruption that and everything else that happened there. That but was part so, of like the Yogi Pudgeon's like flex. And not to compare the two as being equal, but like what I'm seeing with Blanpur Sangat, where they're actually bringing kids in who want to, from their Sangats across the world, back to Punjab for smogums. I think that's great. I think there are definitely bees. I know AKJ had that kind of thing where it's like, you know, you do your Sangat, then you do your smogums here. That you get used to it and then you get your connections of, okay, if I want to go to the Delhi Smogam or this Smogam, I now know a few people who are willing to help make that arrangement for me. Um, but it's always been on a small Jatha by Jatha basis. It should definitely be something more universal, I think, for it to be more effective. And, you know, it should be the organization with these endless coffers that really picks up on that. 100%. So, and then, yeah, I, I think it's poor. I don't think, I don't think having Gordore in Canada, US, England and having, you know, uh Sangat here that's engaged. I don't well that's great. 
it's not the same as having a connection to our birthplace back home. I think that's important. That's that's important for roundness or complete or or having everything like bringing it home. Uh, so I rest my case. I'm. Uh, I agree with I, it, and I that. think I would love to see it. Then I'm gonna turn yeah. to Robbie, and I just don't see it happening anytime soon, unless it's like done by Jathe, which are independently managing it. Because uh, I do know people who do go back to India for smogams, and not just like AKJ smogams, but with their sampradas or with. But it's all handled on a per Jatha basis because they have these connections. When those Jatha Bandhiyan come to Canada, you know, they stay with them. They meet the Singhs. They get to know them. And they say, hey, if you're in Punjab, come for this smogam. We got you. We'll take care of you, you know. Yeah, but, but they happen in pockets. But it should it's not pockets. be happening in pockets. It needs to be, it needs to be birth rate. Birth rate. <laughs> I, I would love for SGPC to take over that seva. I have zero faith in them that they will in the next 15 years. Um. Anyways, yeah. moving moving on. Uh, is Trump going to jail? Dude, <laughs> talking about corruption. Talking about corruption. <laughs> yeah, like this is, uh, he's leading. I think he's like one of the lead Republican candidates, right? I think he's favored to. No, no, I thought he was. Oh, no, 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 no more. I thought he wasn't think... even in the in that conversation anymore. DeSantis, the Florida guy, has it. Yeah, I thought the Florida guy had it. I mean, I'm not I up to date with it daily. I just. Well, let me put it to you this way. If it's DeSantis, now DeSantis is saying, hey, look, you know, um, these charges on, on Trump are, are ridiculous. He shouldn't be charged, blah, blah, blah. It's a political attack. All these Republicans are out there supporting Trump. It kind of swells his numbers, doesn't it? It kind of makes him look good. I mean, I think this fucking helps him. I honestly have no clue right now what's going on in American politics. So I'm like oh, the last oh, one to chime in here. Randy's right. Well, Trump Fox is news, as of four days ago, as Trump's Trump's lead grows in GOP primary race. Yeah, now over fifty percent support. And this I'm, and this kind of fucks everybody who who's. If you say like you know, let's it's, uh, DeSantis, it's him as DeSantis. It's him and DeSantis. Yeah. yeah. So if if you if if you if DeSantis were to take the view of hey look let justice do its thing, then Trump's huge base would come down hard on him that he needs. Okay. Um. So what did he do? He did the alternative where he's like yeah yeah you know, Trump shouldn't have been charged, and that kind of still endears him to that base, but he's supporting his rival. He needs Trump gone. Um, but I think I think overall this helps him. And and the the charges itself, like it's like a it's a liberal scandal, you know, like it, it's it's complicated. Yeah. It's not straightforward where the average Joe in America will understand why Donald Trump got charged. So um, it's such a technicality uh, on on what they're chasing him for, that it'll probably not get resolved until the election's over, the next election, because it'll go, it'll just go. Pardon, just pardon himself. Yeah, <laughs> he would charged. do that, wouldn't he? It'll yeah. go a few years. It'll, they're gonna fight tooth and nail, and then if he is convicted, that's gonna go to appeal. Okay, um, so for sure this is gonna linger, and it, it likely won't be resolved until after the next election in which case he might become president again i don't know um uh, that's that's the crazy part so i think this overall helps him because people it looks like he's got 
they're chasing him after technicality because they're scared he might get elected again. And that if, just helps. If he wins again, it's going to be like, again? He won again? Like, yeah. it's like the worst sequel to a movie ever, man. Uh, I don't know. And the technicality is this. His lawyer was the one who paid Stormy Daniels off yeah. for hush money, and then he reimbursed his lawyer from his campaign. So it's like <laughs> slap on the hand. Like, you can't use campaign money for that, right? Um, and that's what they're chasing him for. So I'm yeah, like at that point where this is a regular season of politics in the U.S. for me. I'm I'm waiting for the playoffs to start paying attention. Yeah. But yeah. What I'm curious about is if that's a Republican leader at that time, like how does that play out in Canada? Do Canadians get scared saying, oh shit, they hired, they got the big conservative scary guy there. We got to double down and make sure the liberals win here. Does that happen? Mm. Does that favor the liberals here? Because a lot of the liberal go-to attacks have been, you don't want to Trump up north. Look what's going down south. Yeah, well, it, it, it depends how Pierre Pierre takes it, right? If Pierre kind of aligns himself with the same rhetoric as Trump's going on, then people are gonna be like, kind of. But if Pierre goes, you know what? As as I do respect our neighbors to the south, but you know, takes more of a centrist view, he'll win. He if he stays center, he wins. There's enough hatred for Trudeau right now. Uh, there's enough momentum that he can win on. But if he says, "Oh man, I got a I got a partner in crime in the south," and you know. We're going to ride this conservative wave, then yeah, Pierre might lose. That's yeah, just, Pierre, he needs Pierre to be center. center. Yeah. He's got to stay center because even when uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned in the U.S., the liberal numbers in Canada went up. It's just, just because yeah, it, they're the alternative right, in North America. I mean, that's as... what liberals love doing, though. Anytime something bad happens in the South, they're like, well, you know, there's a shooting there. We're going to strengthen our gun laws even more. And it's like, yeah, exactly. So. It's wild times. I honestly don't know how to make of it. There's this one point that Robbie added here that I kind of wanted to touch on just because I think it'd be... I want to know where he wanted to go with it. What's going no, on I'm with the Mario movie? you guys are going to go. Are you guys going to see the, are you gonna see the Mario movie? <laughs> are we too old to want to see it? <laughs> I mean, we're the, we're the target audience. My kids yeah, really? don't know what it is. No. I'm taking my kids, though. I'm taking my kids. My kid wants to I, see I it. I'm going to take my son, yeah. I'll right. Well, well, right. My, my, daughter, my daughter plays Mario Kart, so there is a link. Oh, my okay. kid plays Mario Run nonstop, and every time we pass a game store with Mario on the store, he wants to go inside. He's like, look, it's Mario. How the hell does that Italian plumber have so much appeal to kids? <laughs> you know what's wild it's, is? It was. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> my kid remembers the Santa Claus parade that happened in December because Super Mario and Luigi were there. There you go. They were like just two guys dressed in the costume representing Microplay Canada or from Bromley City Center. Uh and he's like, Papa, remember we went and it was cold and we saw Super Mario? I was like, yeah. Like that's, Mario is bigger than Santa is what I'm trying to get at. And that Mario will catch my kid's eye no matter what. He literally watched do, the trailer for an hour. Just do on you guys the, remember the Super Mario's brother, the live action movie that was horrible? Back in the I, day? I remember it being so bad, bad and being so comedic. Um, yeah, probably go back and watch it now for a laugh. I mean, yeah. I'm not a huge Mario guy. It's an easy game for my kid to play, so he plays it. But oh, uh, J- Jack Bauer's back. What? Oh yeah, Kiefer, Kiefer, yeah, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland has a new show. It's pretty good. What is it? Good? Hold on. Oh, I didn't watch it. Yet. Is this twenty four continued or is this Jack? No, it's. A, it's no. Wait, what's his? What's the so name? So does Kiefer Sutherland have a new show or does Jack Bauer have a new show? This Kiefer is, Sutherland has a new okay. show. Okay, so it's not in that universe of twenty four. Yeah, but he's he's always Jack Bauer, no matter what he does, right? Uh, it's called Rabbit Hole. Yeah, Rabbit Hole. Yeah, and it's uh, kind of an espionage story, but it has, you know, that um, conspiracy feeling of Twenty Four. So it's 
and he's and he's acting the same way. He's he's Jack Bauer all over again. So it's pretty without the violence, obviously. But what a great concept uh, for a show, though. Twenty four. That was that was the first show I've ever binged in my life. I think that's yeah, literally, literally twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> and that's stupid. Oh, he's out. The, well, and, Jack and Bauer got to him. Yeah, he had his yeah. clock set. Eleven p.m. Uh, Boom, hard cut. Wow. The um, what was it called? The uh. The clock in 24 was great. The countdown at the end I of the episode. I still like the phone. I remember making that my phone ringtone. The, the Jack uh, Bauer CT, phone. The count, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great uh, ringtone. Anyways, we hit your 11 p.m. mark, so cheers. You cut off yeah, right well, at 11 p.m. I was curious what happened there. We just we were ready to end the podcast. All right. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. Yeah. One final question. Something that someone actually brought up in real life to me. What's going on with the raccoon? Oh, shit. We got a, we oh. got a question. We got Dude. a fan question. Okay. Someone asked me, they're like, yo, what happened with Ranji's raccoon? I'm like, I'll oh, so, make sure I ask him. All right. Nice. This is a crazy story. Uh, I'll try to be quick and concise. All right. So they came in uh, the next lawyer, day. You lawyer, you can't be quick. So. They came concise. in the next day. They cut open the, the hole uh, in the paneling, and they said no moms there, but there are two babies. So they took out the two babies, and they put them in this, like, heated box, um, and they hung it on the wall. So, like, you know. Uh, predators can't get them easily and they're like the idea is like you know the mom will come here hear them crying at night and take off and take her to the backup nest they said that we're going to seal up the hole now because we went in there we didn't see the mom so she's not here so we're going to seal it up otherwise we would have put in a one-way door so we're like okay cool you know, we uh, we go to bed that night thinking that uh, the mom will come during the middle of the night and pick up the babies She's in the fucking ceiling still. <laughs> she must have hid somewhere. And she's fucking freaking out. Trying to like bang out. Because they sealed it up pretty like sturdily. She can't get out. Uh, I can't give you context because we're, I'm speaking about it. But uh, the paneling uh, for the eavesdrops. There's an opening in my garage. So I open my garage door. And sure enough, I see at the top of like my garage. Like scurrying up there. So I called the raccoon removal service. I'm like, yo, dude, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave a bunch of jars of peanut butter in my driveway to lure it out of the garage. And I'm going to sit in my car. And as soon as it leaves, I'll close it. And they're like, fuck, yeah, that's a great idea. So I did that from 8 p.m. <laughs> to midnight. I'm sitting in my fucking uh, car. Raccoon, my wife. raccoon stakeout. This guy. Raccoon stakeout. I 100. That's exactly what it was. Raccoon stakeout. We're watching like TV on Netflix. I downloaded on my um tablet, and we're waiting for this fucking raccoon to come out. It doesn't come out. All right. I, it's a, four hours in my car. I was tired. I go in, and as soon as I get to bed, it's fucking bang, 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 bang. Right? It's like fucking hell. So, I go back. I open the garage door just slightly ajar and um i go back to sleep at 2 2 a.m the raccoon came in uh came to the baby's nest picked it up and i have a, a nest camera nearby so i was able to see it it picked up one of the babies and ran back towards my garage so i'm like fuck it went back to its nest you know like in my house again and it has one baby is it's fucking it's not coming out you know, um, but it turns out, um, you know, the, she's gone. She took one baby. She abandoned one baby. Oh. 
Yeah, but what I was told by the removal service that raccoons are stupid, so they said <laughs> in the sense that they're smart in, in many ways, but they don't count the well, number of babies they have. It so just that can't stop that baby with another set of babies, and the, that mother will take care of it as if it was her own. Oh. So hold on, what happened to the second baby? Did did someone eventually come get it? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the removal service, they, they're like, yeah, there's another nest nearby. We're just going to drop it off there. <laughs> Yeah, that was an amazing story. That was an amazing story. I'm glad I asked that question. You, you, did you seal the shit up? Uh, yeah, yeah, I sealed it up. I sealed it up. Right. Next thing you know, <laughs> it was like two weeks later, another fucking raccoon's body. It would have been Joseph, uh, like all that friggin' peanut butter on the driveway brought more raccoons, like other raccoons down. I know. Uh, and like it was, she didn't even touch it. And I wanted to bring it back. My wife won't let me. She's like, no, you left it open to the elements outside. <laughs> it might have breathed on it. <laughs> Well, like, try to reuse, try to reuse oh, no, the peanut butter. butter. Fuck! I'm on your right wife's side with this one. <laughs> that that um, peanut butter is Utah. It's perfectly Utah. good. I can hear George Costanza on my head saying it's perfectly good. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> this is brilliant, man. Anyways, yeah. y'all have a go. great night. Hopefully, we get this podcast out tomorrow morning, man. Let's see how nope. fast this shit encodes. But thought we covered a lot. When you get the AI going, man. Yo, soon it. enough, we're going to have AI writing. I actually, someone, I saw someone demo this where they had AI write something like a script, had it enacted, and then animated it. Oh. oh, you know the craziest thing I saw in AI this week in AI? The Jay Z voice, like the musician voices. Yeah. Can, no, it's Kanye. It's Kanye. They, they've done all of them. So the Jay Z oh, okay. one was insane. They, the guy did Kanye. I saw that. But where they can like write raps. Get the AI to write a rap in a rapper's voice lyrically, and then actually AI the voice itself. So, is art doomed? Yeah. Yep. Blessed, blessed art thou. Anyways, man, like and subscribe to the podcast as always. Tell your friends, uh, and yeah, share your comments or ask us dumb questions that might in- create these memorable stories to come out. <laughs> $1,500 later. <laughs> hey, man, at least you got a story. Yeah. And Dorian AI couldn't come up with something that good, so. Yeah, there you go. Cheers, right, boys. Peace. Peace.